Section 18 of My Life in Christ by St. John of Kronstadt Translated by E. E. Gulioff This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. All visible nature, all its parts, great and small, down to the very smallest, at every instant remind us that everything has proceeded from the Lord, and exists and moves by Him that everything is or comes into being through him and at each moment obeys him oh how low has our nature fallen through our passion for eating oh thrice accursed satan who has precipitated us and still precipitates us through food into thousands of evils oh food and drink that so powerfully tempt us how long shall we be allured by you, and place our life in you? When shall we engrave deeply upon our hearts the Saviour's words? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, and bring these words into our life and actions. How long will our greediness, self-indulgence, surfeiting, and drunkenness continue? How long will our abominable avarice and love of money continue? How long will our pride, animosity, and malice against our neighbor, through money, dress, houses, food, and drink last? Thousands of Satan's deceits, by means of food, dress, and money, disclose themselves to our spiritual vision and yet we still continue to be allured by his enticements as though by something real useful to us whilst in fact we are caring for neither more nor less than destructive illusions and for that which is most pernicious both spiritually and bodily to our own selves do not believe brethren in the enemy's enticements not for one single moment when the matter concerns food and drink, however plausible they may apparently be. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I spake not to you concerning bread, that ye should be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees, which is hypocrisy, in matters of faith and piety. Pay the utmost attention to faith and piety. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. Give away even the last that you have, if there is need of it, remembering the words of the Saviour. If any man will sue thee at the law, and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. That is, Give away the last that you have. After their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears. Is not this what men of the world, and even many of the clergy, are now doing? Do they not choose for themselves teachers that flatter their hearing? They do not learn of the one teacher, Christ, from his gospel and his church. But they learn of worldly journalists, novelists, poets, actors, and exclaim, Ah, how interesting all this is, how instructive it all is! And say, if not in words, then by their deeds, 
we have no need of either the gospel or the church with its services its sacraments and preaching of god's word we have such good such most moral teachers lord jesus to what have we come they have cast thy words behind them do not be despondent and do not fall into despair when you feel within your soul the deadly breath and ferment of malice and evil impatience and blasphemy or any weakness from impure thoughts but fight against them unremittingly and endure valiantly calling with all your heart upon the lord jesus the conqueror of hell humble yourselves deeply deeply acknowledging yourself from the depths of your soul as the first of sinners unworthy of human fellowship and the lord seeing your humility and your struggle will help you call also to your help the speedy mediatrix the most holy virgin the mother of god saying heal most pure lady the many painful wounds of my soul and strike the enemies constantly fighting against me if you truly call god your father then trust in him as in the one father most merciful almighty most wise unchangeable in his love and in his perfections trust in him in respect to the blessings of this temporal life but especially in respect to granting you future blessings in christ jesus engrave deeply on your heart the words god is my father our father which art in heaven but as through the love of the heavenly father for you you yourself have become the child of god as having come forth from him as possessing reason and free will you ought on your part to use all your efforts to attain the blessed and eternal heavenly inheritance you ought to know and always remember that you are a fallen being and as you fell possessing reason and freedom fell by your own will then by that same reason which is enlightened by the light of the word of god and the divine light of the holy ghost by that same free will strengthened by the grace of the holy ghost in christ jesus rise up from your fall and go forward without stopping towards the heavenly endless life despising all earthly things as perishable and quickly passing away and especially not attaching yourself to silver and gold to food and drink through which such a depth of evil has fallen upon all the human race thank our most speedy mediatrix our lady the mother of our lord the most pure most good virgin mary for saving us through our fervent prayers from the harassments and oppression of the devil look up to her with the eyes of your heart in the holy ghost who is everywhere present fills everything and who is in complex look up at her as being close to your very heart and call upon her most speedy lady mediatrix mary mother of god save me from the enemy the disturber and immediately in an instant she will save you according to the faith of your heart 
according to your soul's trust in her, and the oppression, the fire, and heavy despondency will fall aside and leave you. It is only necessary to represent to yourself and firmly believe that the Holy Ghost is everywhere, in every place, that He is an incomplex being, that in Him all heaven is near us, as upon the palm of the hand, with all its angels and saints, so that we have only to call upon the Lord, or upon the Virgin Mother of God, or any saint from the depth of the heart, with clear-sighted faith, with heartfelt repentance for the sins by which we are bound by the enemy, or by which we have bound voluntarily ourselves, and our salvation will immediately shine forth. Marvelous is the saving power of Our Lady. It flows into the heart like a healing balsam, or like fragrant life-giving air, or like calming water. Only look on her with the eyes of your heart, trusting in her mercy and help. But this, too, is difficult, to look on her with heartfelt, clear-sighted faith, just as it is difficult to look on the Lord Jesus Christ or the saints. For the enemy endeavors by every means to stand like a hard, high, dark wall between our souls and the Lord, or the Mother of God, the angels and saints. The accursed one does not allow the eye of the heart to see the Lord or his saints. He darkens our heart in every way. He scatters faith, oppressing, burning, and darkening us inwardly. We must look upon all such actions as illusions and falsehood, and break through this imaginary wall to the Lord, or to his Holy Mother, or his saints. As soon as you break through this wall, you will immediately be saved. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Say inwardly, from your whole heart, The Lord is everything to me. I myself am nothing. I am powerless. I am infirm. For without me ye can do nothing, says the Lord himself, for it might be added, I am everything to you. Be heartily convinced of this every moment of your life, and have recourse to the Lord absolutely in everything, trusting to obtain from Him everything necessary for your salvation, and even for this temporal life besides. If the Holy Virgin, the Mother of God, through her union with God, and through her unprecedented service to the Lord of all, most speedily becomes everything to all those who ask with faith and love for her intercession, delivering them from every evil, and bestowing upon them everything which leads to their salvation, in accordance with their prayer, then will not the Lord himself do still more? Only do not be unbelieving, do not be cold to him in your soul, and insensible as a stone, but stir up within you your faith, your gratitude for God's benefits, the sincere recognition of your sins, and your great love for your Saviour, together with the Father and the Holy Ghost, who loves you with an immeasurable love. When praying to the Lord, to the Mother of God, or to the saints, 
always remember that the Lord will give you according to your heart. He will grant thee according to thine own heart. Whatever the heart is, such will be the gift. If you pray with faith, sincerely, with all your heart, not hypocritically, then a gift will be given you by the Lord in accordance with your faith, in accordance with the degree of the fervor of your heart. And on the contrary, the colder your heart is, the more incredulous and hypocritical it is, the more useless will be your prayer. Not only this, the more it will anger the Lord, who is a spirit, and seeks to be worshipped in spirit and in truth. Therefore, whether you call upon the Lord himself, or his mother, or the angels, or saints, call upon them with all your heart. Whether you pray for anyone living or departed, pray for them with your whole heart, pronouncing their names with heartfelt fervor. Whether you pray that any spiritual blessing may be granted you or any one else, that you or any one near to you may be delivered from any misfortune, or from sins, passions, or bad habits, pray for this with your whole heart, desiring for yourself or others with your whole heart the blessings you pray for, being firmly resolved to forsake or desiring others to free themselves from sins, passions, and sinful habits, and the Lord will grant you the gift according to your heart. Ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. You see, therefore, that it is absolutely necessary to wish and long for that which you ask, for then only you will obtain it. Pray one for another, that ye may be healed. Be kindly disposed in heart, word, and deed, ready at every time to serve others without the slightest vexation or irritability, remembering the words of the Saviour. Whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Firmly believe that the Lord is at all times everything to you. During prayer he is the power and the fulfillment in the Holy Ghost of each of your words. During pious conversation he is your living water, the ardent flow of your words at all times. He is everything to you. Be free from care in the presence of your Lord. He has enclosed you with himself upon all sides. He penetrates you wholly and knows all your thoughts, all your needs and inclinations. And if you live in him with faith and love, then no evil shall befall you. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. God, who alone is, who is omnipresent, incomplex, can create or transform everything in a single instant, as it was with the wonders of Egypt. The Almighty can do all things. Through masterful, or rather through mercenary pride and incomprehensible wickedness, we often do not deign to speak to those whom we feed and support, often behaving inimically to them, instead of rather humbling ourselves before them as their servants, in accordance with the words of the Lord, 
whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant, so as to redouble our recompense of the Lord by sincerely and unfeignedly serving him in the person of the least of his brethren. O meek and humble-hearted Creator, Giver of life, Redeemer, our nourisher and preserver, Lord Jesus, teach us love, meekness, and humility through thy Holy Spirit, and strengthen us in those virtues which are most pleasing to thee, so that thy rich gifts may not make our hearts proud, so that we may not deem that it is we ourselves who feed, provide, and support any one. Thou art the universal nourisher, thou feedest, providest, supportest, and preservest all. Under the wings of thy mercy, bounty, and loving-kindness, all are provided for, and are given rest, not under ours, for we ourselves have need of being covered with the shadow of thy wings at every moment of our life. Our eyes are fixed upon thee, our God, as the eyes of servants look under the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden under the hand of her mistress. Even so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God, until he have mercy upon us. Amen. Be firmly convinced that every word, especially those pronounced during prayer, is realizable, remembering that the author of the word is God the Word, that our God himself, worshipped in the Holy Trinity, is expressed by the three words or names, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost that each word has a corresponding being, or that every word can become being and deed. Therefore reverence the word and value it. Remember that the Son of God, as the personal word of God, is always united with the Father and the Holy Ghost, in the same manner as the Father, as the supreme wisdom, participates by His omnipresence, His creative word, and the Holy Ghost, the accomplisher in the words of Holy Scripture, or in the prayers or in the writings of the most wise fathers. This is why no word is vain, but has or should have power in itself. Woe to those who speak idly, for they will have to answer for their idle speaking. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Power and accomplishment are, in general, the properties of the word such should it also be in the mouths of men. The Holy Ghost accomplishes all wonders and miracles. By the same Spirit power is given to one, and to another works of power. You have only to speak with faith, and need have no anxiety as to the fulfillment of the word. The Holy Ghost will care for this. Believe firmly that you always think feel, speak, move, and act in God, so to say, in his bosom. Dwelleth in me, and I in him. He has enclosed you upon all sides. He penetrates and knows you. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thy hand upon me, says the holy prophet and King David. The mother of God, all the holy angels, and all the saints are also in God. 
what is therefore nearer who can therefore be more closely associated with believing christians than the angels and saints therefore call upon god himself the lord of everything as well as upon his saints with faith hope and love asking them to intercede before god for you ask the angels and saints to pray to god for you as you would ask living persons anything for yourself standing face to face with them firmly believing that they too stand face to face with your heart always think that you are accursed poor needy blind and naked without god that god is everything to you he is your righteousness your sanctification your riches your raiment your life your breath everything the body and blood of christ are preeminently body and blood because in each smallest particle of the body and blood rests the entire christ god filling every part it is not so in the human body in the body and the blood of christ every particle every drop is christ entire ever indivisible one and the same what is mercy mercy is to love our enemies to bless those who curse us to do good to those who hate us who do us harm who drive us away to defend those who are persecuted and so on god is the most easily approachable and most communicative of beings in his bounties to all his creatures especially to reasonable beings if air and light owing to their rarity move and communicate themselves easily to everything that is capable of absorbing or receiving them then shall not the lord of all things the omnipresent spirit all-merciful infinite almighty move and communicate himself infinitely more easily than these inanimate unintelligent material created things oh how quickly the lord helps all those who believe in him and seek him the wind bloweth where it listeth and thou hearest the sound thereof but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth so is every one that is born of the spirit if human nature is communicative then how much more so is god's nature if a father and a mother give what is needful to their children they being men evil by nature then how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him to do good and to communicate forget not if christ is in you through the frequent communion of the holy sacrament then be yourself holy like unto christ meek humble long-suffering full of love without attachment to earthly things meditating upon heavenly ones obedient reasonable have his spirit unfailingly within you do not be proud impatient partial to earthly things avaricious and covetous 
see god clearly with your spiritual vision and when thus contemplating him ask of him anything you wish in the name of jesus christ and it shall be given to you in one single moment god will be everything to you for he is an incomplex being above any time and space and in the moments of your true faith of your heartfelt union with him he will accomplish everything for you that is necessary for your own salvation or for that of your neighbor and you yourself will at that time be a participant of the divinity through most sincere union with him i have said ye are gods at such a time there is no interval between god and you there will be no interval either between your word and the realization of it as soon as you speak it will be realized just as god himself spake and it was done he commanded and it stood fast this is equally true both in regard to the sacraments as in general in regard to spiritual prayer besides this in the sacraments everything is accomplished for the sake of the grace of the priesthood with which the priest is invested for the sake of the great high priest himself christ whose image the priest bears upon himself therefore although some priests are even unworthy of their office though they may have weaknesses though they may be suspicious incredulous or distrustful nevertheless god's mystery is speedily accomplished in the twinkling of an eye god the father acting in our mind and heart through his personal word expressed in our word by the holy ghost resting in the personal word and through our word of faith trust meekness and love proceeding from our lips accomplishes in an instant once for all the wonderful acts predetermined since the creation of the world of our regeneration sanctification strengthening spiritual nourishment and healing in christ although the preparatory rites for these actions are very prolonged for god is an incomplex almighty being for instance the change of the bread and wine into the body and blood of christ is accomplished immediately after the utterance of the words make this bread the precious body of thy christ and that which is in this cup the precious blood of thy christ changing them by thy holy ghost after these last words and after the blessing with the sign of the cross with the hand the bread and wine are instantaneously changed into the body and blood of christ but not before for the divine omnipotence awaits the word of the priest cooperating with it for we are laborers together with god the blessing at this time by the sign of the cross in the name of the lord signifies that the mystery is accomplished by the holy ghost in the name of jesus christ and for the sake of jesus christ at his intercession by the favor of god the father during the celebration of divine service and the sacraments 
the servant of god should be firmly convinced that whatever he thinks and says will be accomplished it is so easy for the lord to fulfil our request to create or to change anything in accordance with our words let this conviction be as easy and natural to you as your breathing the air as seeing with your eyesight as hearing with your ears you have a thousand times experienced upon yourself that this is really so you have yourself experienced that there is no interval of time between the words spake and it was done commanded and it stood fast that they are true in all their power absorb this conviction into yourself with your food and drink with your breathing the liturgy is the supper the table of god's love to mankind around the lamb of god upon the holy disc are all at this time assembled the living and the dead saints and sinners the church triumphant and the church militant there is nothing impossible unto those who believe lively and unshaken faith can accomplish great miracles in the twinkling of an eye besides even without our sincere and firm faith miracles are accomplished such as the miracles of the sacraments for god's mystery is always accomplished even though we were incredulous or unbelieving at the time of its celebration shall their unbelief make the faith of god without effect our wickedness shall not overpower the unspeakable goodness and mercy of god our dullness shall not overpower god's wisdom nor our infirmity god's omnipotence the church is the eternal truth because she is united with the truth with christ and is animated by the spirit of truth i am with you alway even unto the end of the world his body which is the church says the apostle you who are full of iniquities must thirst to suffer every iniquity from other people so that the judgment of god according to truth may be manifested upon you in your present life with what measure ye meet to your lord and your neighbour it shall be measured to you again bear always in mind the example of that most righteous man jesus christ the son of god who being righteous yet suffered every iniquity from men was lifted up upon the cross and died the most shameful death do not be faint-hearted and do not despair when men hate you for revealing their ways but rejoice the more remembering the words of the saviour blessed are ye when men shall hate you man builds himself a house and lives in it the animal a lair and lives in it the bird a nest and hatches its young ones the bee a hive with honeycomb and lives in it preparing honey for itself the spider weaves a web and living in it catches food for himself by means of it was it not therefore fitting that the creator should build himself a house not made with hands his body 
as he built it in the womb of the virgin mother, as he even now creates temples for his body in the life-giving mysteries. The Creator, who has built and continues to build bodily houses for all sentient or sentiently spiritual creatures. The priesthood, or in general holy men, are sacred reservoirs from which the beneficial water is communicated to other believers. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. How pure and spiritual should be the lips of priests, who so often pronounce the most holy name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost! How still more spiritual and pure should be their hearts, to contain and feel in themselves the sweetness of this most precious, glorious, and rightly adored name! Oh, how far a priest should withdraw himself from carnal delights, so as not to become flesh, in which the Spirit of God cannot dwell. What carnal delights can there be for a priest, when he must absolutely delight in the Lord alone, so that he may grant him the petitions of his heart? What carnal delights can there be for a priest, when he has so many spiritual children, disclosing to him their various spiritual or bodily infirmities, with which he must heartily sympathize, concerning which he must give sincere and wholesome advice, when he must each day wrestle in prayer for them with his whole heart and with tears before the Lord, that the mental wolf may not fall upon them and ravish them, that God may grant that they may prosper in life and faith and in spiritual wisdom. What carnal delights can there be for a priest, when he must often perform the services in the church, and stand before the altar of the Lord, when he has so often to celebrate the divine and most wonderful liturgy, and to be the celebrant and partaker of the heavenly, immortal, and life-giving mysteries, when, in general, he has so often to celebrate sacraments and prayers, the heart that loves carnal delights is unfaithful to the Lord. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Ye shall know them by their fruits, by the most sweet, most blessed, and life-giving fruits of the liturgy, the most pure mysteries of the body and blood of the Lord. You will recognize that it is from God, the inspiration of the Divine Spirit, and that this most holy, life-giving Spirit breathes in all its prayers and sacred rites. What a wonderful living tree is this divine liturgy! What leaves it has! What fruits it bears! Not only the fruits, but even the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. For who has not received great spiritual benefit, peace, and blessedness into his soul, from only devoutly assisting at the divine liturgy. And that which brings forth good fruits must be in itself good. Such is the law of creation. One of the most powerful wiles of the devil is to weaken the heart through slothfulness, and with it all the spiritually and bodily powers. At such times faith, hope, and love are dried up in the heart. We become faithless, despondent, 
insensible towards God and men. The salt has lost its savor. Only feel sincerely the need of that for which you pray, and believe that every good and perfect gift comes from God, and not from men. Not by chance, not through circumstances or fate. That God sees and hears all your needs, every movement of your heart and of your thoughts. That He is all good, almighty, most wise that he can easily accomplish in an instant, by a single movement of his thought, through the Son in his Holy Spirit, everything that you need, and you will obtain everything. For although many things are impossible with men, they are not so with God. For with God all things are possible. End of section 18